Today we are joined by Mr. Blount, uh, the head of Newstead Wood School. Hello, Mr. Blount. Um, today we are going to be discussing revision tips as exam season is very soon. GCSEs are right around the corner and today we're going to be asking you your top tips for revision and exam season. So if we start with the first question, where would you start when revising? So I think you've got to start with a plan. And, and I think that plan comes from knowing what you've got to revise and how long you've got to revise in, in terms of time and date. Um, so I'd be looking at the breakdown of subjects, looking at the number of days that you've got and looking at what realistically is planned into those days. So if you know that, for example, we've got some bank holidays and you're doing something for the coronation and that's going to take out a whole day, then make sure you start to factor that in but that you might have to let something else go later on that week so you can still get through um, the, the quantity of work that you need to get through. But I really think it's a, how much have you got to revise, in how long, and then start to break it down into manageable chunks. So what would you say the best ways to plan your revision? Like, would you start with the easiest subject to get out of the way, or...? I think sometimes there's a risk to go for what's easiest because you feel as though you're revising and you're doing the easy subject, so then you get a reward of going, yeah, I get this, I get this. But actually, there's something to be said for starting with some things that, that you find quite challenging as well, because actually they're the ones that you need to work on the most, the bits that you don't quite understand. Um, and I think for me, I tend to go back to the specification or the topic list and let that set the order rather than me cherry-picking the bits that I quite like. Um, so in chemistry, for example, it starts with atoms. In biology, it starts with cells. And um, what I would tend to do is follow that list, but I might say, I'm all right with this, so I'll do this as a bigger chunk or I'll do it at a faster pace and then slow down. So what would you like um, recommend, for example, for uh, GCSE? They have 10 subjects to do, say if they find um, the majority of them hard, how would they sort of balance that in their timetable? So I think you've got to look at, like I said, the time. So you say, right, Monday morning, I'm going to spend two hours on chemistry. And if you think I, I learn best by doing masses on one subject in one go, that you say, right, I'm going to do 40 minutes on chemistry, then I'm going to have a break, then I'm going to do another 40 minutes of chemistry, then I'm going to have a break, then I'm going to do another 40 minutes. Or you might be someone who goes, no, I'm going to do these topics, then I'm going to stop. And this afternoon, I'm going to move on and I'm going to start to practice my French. Um, I think the thing about revision is it is individual and you've got to do what works for you because different people learn differently, as you know. That's why some people have picked different subjects, because you are all different. So you've got a good inkling of, of how you revise well, but just make sure that you're being objective in the topics that you're setting. You're not just cherry picking the ones that you know you're comfortable with. So Janet... So there's different methods for different mm. people, but what do you think would be like the top method you'd recommend for someone who doesn't know where to start? For someone who doesn't know where to start, I would start with some practice questions. Because those practice questions enable you to know what you know and what you don't know. So if you do those practice questions and then you look at the answers and you say, right, I was fine with questions one to six, but questions seven, eight and nine, I wasn't so good. That's where you've got to spend some more time. And if those seven to nines were 
extended answers or they were ones requiring quantitative analysis or, or a particular style, it enables you to diagnose where you should be put in your revision. And do you think there are any revision methods you should just avoid? I think copying and doing nice, pretty mind maps. Yes, absolutely, you need to write out some notes and you need to make, make some revision notes. But if you're spending half an hour on the title and then having a break and thinking, yeah, I've spent half an hour revising, that's not actually revising. You've spent half an hour doing the title. So don't allow yourself to get distracted. You've got to be strict with yourself. And as much as it's lovely to make beautiful titles and, and get your new gel pens out and, and colour code everything, whilst colour has a place, it's about making sure you're, you're committing to the active revision. So, for example, if someone's been doing this for a long time, you know, every day, mm. constantly, um, how, and they're starting to lose motivation, mm. how would you recommend them to just keep going? Because obviously it is hard. Mm. Yeah, I think it's, it's about balancing having a break, because once you start to lose focus, there's no point carrying on. Um, so you've got to think about what you're doing. Is it that the method that you're using is causing you to lose focus, or have you just been doing it for too long? And then, then you need to take a break because it should be a little and often regular is revising. You're going back over things. So you should be doing small chunks regularly. Um, if you're doing massive chunks and you're just like, oh my goodness, I've got all of this to do and you're getting tired, or you'll be familiar with reading a page of text and you get to the bottom and you're like, my eyes have gone over the words, but I haven't taken it in. That's not helping you. And how long should you keep that pattern of revising and then breaks is there any point where you should take a longer break shorter breaks and when do you just decide to stop for mm. the day i think you've got to trust yourself a bit and that doesn't mean that you go at nine o'clock in the morning i'm going to stop for the day but if you know like i said about the, the coronation this weekend if you know you're going for the big lunch on saturday or sunday with friends and family and you're going to be out for the afternoon then you say okay i'm going to work up until 11 o'clock and then i'm going to stop because we're going out at 12 to go out for lunch and you, and you acknowledge that because it's right that you have that balance, but what you can't do is go out for everything and, and not get the revision done. There's got to be a balance between the revision. But if you plan it out and you say, yeah, I can get a good three hours of revision in on Saturday morning before I go out for Saturday afternoon. And I use the coronation as an example, but you might be a, a sports person or, or have a, a part-time job or something like that. So you've got to fit it around those commitments that sometimes realise that for this next sort of six, eight weeks, some of those commitments might just need to be scaled back or paused, ready for you to pick up come July. So, for example, if you're trying to cram everything into one day to be able to mm. get it ready for maybe an event you have in mm. a couple of weeks and you start to feel burnt out and stressed, mm. like how do you recommend recovering mm. from that? And how do you get, like, get back into the routine of mm. constant revision? I think it's about acknowledging that you feel that way. You know, sort of, it's a legitimate feeling. It's, an, it's a stressful and, and an anxious time. These are, these are exams and they're your GCSEs. So I think acknowledge that it is going to be difficult at times. And there are times when you've got to go, I've just got to do this. And you give yourself a little bit of a talking to and go, look, I'm finding this hard, but it's because it's really challenging material. It's higher tier. It's grade nine. I'm going to find this tricky. But that if you're really going, no, look, it, it's not working then you go and ask for some help. And whether that's a, an older brother or sister or mum or dad or, or you're in school asking your teacher, saying, can we just go back over this again? Then, then that's where you reach out. So I think if you're starting to feel overwhelmed, change and look for support.
So how do you like look after your mental health throughout these uh, the exam season though? Because obviously it's a very stressful mm. time and there is a lot of um, anxiety around, mm. you know, from peers, mm. from teachers, pressurising. Mm. So how do you recommend just kind of recovering and taking a break mm. from all that? I think you take tips and you take guidance from others, but you realise, to use the metaphor, you're running your own race. And so it might appear that people around you are revising more or, or doing things differently. That doesn't mean that your way is wrong. If you've got a plan and you've got something that fits and, and is working for you, then trust yourself that you stick with it because the person that you're comparing yourself against might have a very different routine. They might have a different home setup. It might be that they, they share a bedroom and, and have got a brother or sister that they're sharing with um, who's also revising for an exam. So they're taking it in turns on the computer. So they have to work in a different way to somebody who's all by themselves or they have an early morning swimming programme that they have to do. So they start their revision at 10 o'clock. Whereas you can say, well, I've done two hours from eight until 10 and I'm ready to take my first break at 10 o'clock. So I think recognise the individuality of it. Make sure you have got the ability to go for a walk, go out into the garden, take the dog, um, that sort of thing. So you can put a break and allow yourself to, to process what you've been through. But it is, you take the tips and the, the generic guidance, but you've got to make it specific to you and your circumstance and your, your particular style. Of, of revising as well. So also we've heard a lot of discussion on like maintaining a work-life balance mm. but how do you maintain that while still making sure you get mm. everything done yeah. and also making sure you're still looking after your mental mm. health and making sure yeah. you're still productive? I think the fact that you're asking the question means it's in the forefront of your mind which is a really good thing and I think when you talk about balance you've got to make sure you've got the balance. One can't outweigh the other. So if it's, oh yeah, I'm getting stressed, so therefore I have to go and do this, actually you're not going to get enough revision done. If every time you go, this is a bit tricky, I'm going to go and do pony club or, or take the dog out or, or go shopping, you've got, to, you've got to acknowledge that there's going to be a bit of challenge and, and a bit of anxiety, and a bit of anxiety is good, because actually as you, as you start to get a bit anxious and you start to release hormones, actually that adrenaline is what gives you that extra bit of, of something and, and you come out of the exam and, and you'll know from, from exams when you come out and you go, I don't know where I remembered that from, but you did. Um, that's because you've got that bit of adrenaline and, and those hormones going around in your body. So I think it is about remembering balance, but remembering balance in its truest sense. It's balance doesn't mean giving up as soon as you feel something's a little bit uncomfortable. Balance is about acknowledging it's uncomfortable and going, look, I've only got to practice these questions for another 15, 20 minutes and then I can go out into the garden, I can go and do my trampoline, I can go and do whatever it is that I do. Would you say that's going to be the same for extracurriculars, for example, musical extracurriculars, mm -hmm. like lessons and practice? How would you recommend balancing that into your day? I think you've got to look at what the ask is. And if you've always been able to do lots and lots of extracurricular, it might be that you need to say, look, just for the next six weeks, I'm only going to do two practice sessions a week, as opposed to every practice session, because it is only for six weeks. So something might have to give in order for you to devote the time to being able to do the revision, because this is an important time. But if you think, no, I, when you come back to when you said, how would you start? You start with a plan and you put in the plan. These are things that can't move. Then if you've got enough time to work around that, then they can stay and, and it's important that they do form a part of it and equally if you're doing PE and you're doing a sporting enrichment activity 
then that helps you complement the PE learning that you're doing or, or music or something like that because you're going to be engaging with certain scores or, or, or practicing certain notations and things like that. So maybe it is you do your music revision and then go to your music lesson or you go to your music lesson and then do music revision depending on what it is that you do. It might be that you're someone who is quite happy to do some painting but you've got a podcast in your ear that's going through the revision or the text for your, for your English literature so you can be listening to it whilst painting. Um, it's what works for you but acknowledge that there are different ways of doing it for different people and, and you come back to don't be going oh my goodness so and so is doing this I must be doing that as well because you're all different. So a couple bonus questions mm. uh, would you like to? So uh, for you personally what do you wish you had known or what do you wish you had done when you were revising? Gosh it's going back quite a <laughs> long time. Um, I think I think I wished I'd trust, trusted myself that bit more because I did do all right in my exams. Um, and I think I, I could have been maybe not as hard on myself. Now that doesn't mean really kick back, but trust that if I've got a plan and I know I will get through the revision and it's sort of slow and steady will get me there, then trust myself. Um, and I think back to when I was revising, we didn't have podcasts and we didn't have the internet. Um, so we were using books and we would sit and we would write things out. And certainly for me, one of the things that I still remember is that we, we wrote revision notes and I did write the different revision notes in different colours and I could associate the colour with the topic that I was writing about at the time. Um, and so there are things that I look back now and go, I, I was right, I, I can still remember that, that the environmental pages were all green. Um, because I'd written them in green pen. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, don't be too hard on yourself and trust, if you've got a plan and you know what you're doing and you're sticking to it, then trust yourself. So what would you say you struggled when revising? Like what would you, what did you struggle with during the revision times? I think when I go back to my GCSEs, where I struggled was the subjects that I wasn't as interested in, to be honest. The ones that I liked, I was happy to devote the time to. I struggled with the ones that I wasn't as interested in. And I suppose that comes back to, you've got to force yourself to do the uncomfortable things as well. You can't just focus on the three subjects you want to do at A-level because they're your favourites, for example. You've got to make sure you devote enough time to the subjects that maybe you're not as keen on, as much as we love every subject. Um, but there will be some that are a little bit down your pecking order. And you've got to make sure that you do still put the time into those and maybe you've got to do a different sort of revision activity for those. If you find them more difficult or not as interesting, then maybe try and find a different way of doing it, whether it's through a Quizlet or, or a different sort of online quizzing system as opposed to sitting with a written exam paper. Ultimately, you're going to have to write your exam paper, so you need to practice that. But think about changing up the ways of the ones that you aren't as keen on. And how about something that really worked for you, mm. like just your favourite revision method, mm. something that you'd recommend? I think for me, you go back, as I said, it's going back, I can still remember some of the colours that I used and I'd colour-coded. Um, and that wasn't from a conscious position of me thinking that I'm a visual or, or, or a certain type of learner, but it worked that I did certain topics in certain colours. And for me, going back into that exam, I was able to go, that's on the green page, it's up there on the the top right hand corner or that was on my purple page and that was over there so that did work for me and 
I think the other thing is don't overlook the basics of things like vocabulary and using the right word in the right place. And that's things that it could be as simple as you're doing the washing up at home and one of you's washing, one of you's drying and you've got the other person just testing you on the words and the keywords because if you're using the right vocabulary in the right place, that's going to pay dividends as well. So don't overlook the simple things. With the colour-coded sheets, mm. do you think it helped you memorise information? You just kind of knew about where they were? It helped me associate. So it wasn't about memorising the information. It was when I was asked that question on there, I, my mind was able to go to that part of that sheet because I had the association, which helped me. Not everybody learns the same way. Not everybody revises the same way. But for me, it was, it was to enable me to have that association, I think. So then what would you say was probably the worst revision method? For me, I don't like reading off of a screen. I, I prefer paper. And now that's a generational thing as well. <laughs> um, but I, I tend to, if I'm reading something, I'll be making notes down the side. If I'm trying to read off of a computer screen, I struggle and I start flicking up and down and I lose interest. And it goes back to what you were saying earlier. Um, what doesn't work for you might work for somebody else. If I'm reading a page of text on a computer screen, I'll be scrolling up and down. Um, whereas if I've got it on paper in front of me, I can be engaging with it in a better way. On a screen, I can do a quiz, not a problem, because I'm actively involved in it. But just reading off of the screen, that's where I struggle. So thank you so much for answering our questions. I'm sure this is going to be very helpful to everyone during the exam season, um, especially those who have end of years coming up. If you had any last, like for example, your mm. top five tips to deal mm. with the stress during mm. the exam week, what would they be? So I think the, the theme that we've said coming through is to get the balance right and make sure that you do have downtime and, and don't completely neglect the things that you enjoy. Um, be kind to yourself because it, it is a, a, a hard period and so you've got to be kind and you've got to acknowledge yourself and I think if, if you can come away and go I've done the best I can then you can't go too far wrong if you come away and go I didn't do this or I didn't do that then actually you could legitimately be disappointed with yourself unless it's for a legitimate reason that you didn't do it um, but I think yeah if, if you can come away and go I gave it the best and I did my best that's good enough Thank you so much. I'm Thank sure loads of people will appreciate this. Thank you so much for listening. Our next topic is going to be reading and books with our librarians. So if you have any questions for them, remember to leave them in the comments and we'll try to get through as many as we can.